one of the many failures we see in our world today is uh, men who do not stand in their convictions. We see so many people who um, engage on activities, lofty activities, uh, in the name of God or in faith, and uh, it seems down the line they abandon it. You know, um, it seems down the line they um, lose the focus you know, with which they started in the beginning. And uh, it really all boils down to conviction. Now, now I'll give you some examples. Uh, you see somebody who uh, maybe used to have certain convictions around um, his belief in God. Um, somebody may say used to be a mus- mus- music minister, you know, and then um, opportunities come, you know, in the secular space to um, to expand their reach, you know, or to you know sign a contract deal or something, and then. I mean, they start off, you know, I mean, singing, you know, what we call in quotes neutral songs, and then after a while, you know, seems their convictions just change, and then totally they move on to the other side, and then people keep wondering, you know, what exactly happened? I thought she was a church boy. I thought she was a church, she was a church girl. You know, why is she now singing all these lewd songs? You know, that have um, explicit content and all that. And then the person comes out and says, you know, don't, don't judge me, you know, only God can judge me, you know, and stuff like that. You know? And you know, when I see people make um, uh, comments like that, you know, and you know, try to make it look like, ah, you know, I mean, I'm not a sinner. Um, don't, don't hold me to your religious uh, beliefs and stuff like that. I just smile because I know it points to an internal turmoil on their inside. You know, what most people only see is the flashy stuff, you know, them jumping from one uh, event or one program to another, you know, taking photo shoots and all that. But, you know, I've rode with some of them and some of, they are some of the most miserable people in the world. Yes, I mean, they go to clubs, you know, headline shows and do stuff. But, you know, when they are quiet, all they are just looking for is peace. All they are just looking for is, you know, um, people who will surround them you know, uh, with comfort, you know, with, um, with wisdom, you know, and peace generally. You know, so when you see people like that, uh, don't uh, be the first ones to jump up on Twitter and um, castigate them. Rather, um, you should pray for them, you know, that um, they would uh, pretty much, you know, uh, find peace you know, in, uh, in Jesus Christ. But uh, that's not where I'm going to. I'm not talking about music today. I'm talking about why people abandon you know, stuff, you know, why people lose focus, why people uh, do not make an end of whatever it is they started in the beginning. And I strongly believe it's, I mean, say, apart from you know, external activities, you know, the devil is always there to distract people. The devil is always there to ensure you don't meet your, uh, meet your, your desired end. You know, but internally, internally, there is supposed to be a conviction. There's supposed to be a, a passionate desire, you know, to see something to the end. You know, uh, it didn't matter what Peter said. It didn't matter, you know, what was happening. The ministry of Jesus was booming. You know, at the point where you know, it was time for him to go to be crucified. But, you know, Jesus Christ, you know, he, he understood. There was a conviction on his inside. That even when the disciples you know, were rebuking him, why were you going to die? 
you know, things are sweet now. You know, things are, I mean, we are, we are moving from series A to series B of our funding. You know, when it looks like, you know, it's time for expansion, you know, let's, let's expand this thing, you know, let's get some more people on board. Why we talk about that? You know, but Jesus Christ was so convinced, you know, that he needed to go to the cross, you know, and uh, that was what he did. You know, he saw that to the end. So I feel to a very large extent, uh, there's an internal uh, issue, you know, with regards to conviction. You know, what are you convinced about? You know, uh, I mean, are you convinced about your success in life? Are you convinced that God is for you? you know, are you convinced? You know, and, and it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's really, it's, like, it's something deep. You know, it's something deep. I mean, uh, personally, I mean, I've always had a conviction that I cannot fail you know, when it concerns academics. And it has nothing to do with uh, mental progress. It was just something ingrained in me. Even when I faced the most difficult of courses, you know, I just had the conviction. Wait, I mean, the, the lowest, you know, we can ever get is a C. You know, I mean, if I didn't put in effort at all, it was just a conviction on my inside. You know, and a conviction is really not something you can explain. You know, but it's a it's a superior belief. It's a strongly held belief, you know, on your inside. You know, that nothing external can shake. And you know, uh, the Bible talks about. I think I should look for that scripture. You know, it talks about standing. You know, after you have done every other thing, said stand. You know, after you have done every other thing, stand. And I feel that is where a lot of people are having you know, are having issues. You know, they they are not convinced. You know, so they, they go, they go with the uh, with the whims. You know, go with you know how things are going, until you know um, a sudden um, a sudden you know adversity comes. You know, or something happens, and they're like, okay, it may be, you know, God didn't you know say it this way. You know, or you know, there's nothing wrong in us. You know, adding something to it. No, don't don't do that. Be convinced in what God has spoken to you. You know, stand firm, you know, in what God has spoken to you. Why? Because it's only when we do that, that is when we can see the results of God. You know, God is looking for people who are going to stand, regardless of whatever it is that happens. People are going to stand convinced in the word that he has spoken to them. You know, so don't be easily shaken. You know, is there something God has put in your heart to do? Don't be shaken. Is there, you know, something God is leading you to do? Don't be shaken. Don't let anything shake you. You know, don't don't let fear cripple you. The Bible says we've not been given, you know, the spirit of fear, you know, but we have been given the spirit of power, you know, of sound mind and of love. All right. You know, so don't be shaken. All right. The Bible says, you know, after you have done all, uh, stand there for, you know. Let me read the last scripture. Uh, Ephesians six verse ten. You know, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Right, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. He says, you know, um, put on the armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. You know, and having done all to stand, you know, 
and having done all to stand. You know, so I see you know, there's an emphasis you know that um, that is being placed here. You know, on on standing, you know, on standing. You know, uh, I'm trying to see some other verses. And it says, for this reason, take up all the arms of God, so you may be able to stand strong in the evil day. And having done all, you know, keep your place. You know, there is there is an ability God gives to you, you know, to withstand, you know, what is coming externally. But after, you know, you have been given that ability, you also need to have a resolve to stand. You know, I imagine, you know, uh, military soldiers who are fitted with the best of the technological, you know, uh, weapons and, and machinery. You know, say, for instance, you know, you have an Israeli soldier, you know, I mean, is kitted with the best, you know, artillery, with the best armor, you know, with, 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 with faith. You know, he's fitted, you know, with uh, the breastplate of righteousness. He's fitted with the helmet of salvation and everything. But if that soldier doesn't have a desire in him to fight, if he doesn't have the conviction that is necessary to stand in the face of opposition, it doesn't matter the tools that have been given to him. He's eventually going to run away. You know, so I see, you know, God trying to put an emphasis, you know, on our convictions. You know, what are you convinced about? The Bible talks about you know people who build their their house on sand, and some people build their house on a rock. You know it's possible to build on a rock, and when the wind and storm come, you know it still crumbles, even though you are on a rock. Why? Because you are not firmly held on the rock. You know you might be on the rock. You say, ah, yes, we are on the rock. Oh, we look at the other people on sand. You know, but if you don't put in your roots, if you don't, if you don't dig your foundation into the rock. You know, and be firmly held inside a rock, you will eventually be pushed over. You know, you will eventually crash. You will eventually crumble, even though you are on the rock. And so you see many believers who are, you know, on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, but they still crumble. You know, they still fail. They still falter. You know, and one of the things, you know, the major reason you know, is because most of them lack conviction. You know, they lack that ability to stand. You know, if I can call it, it's standing. You know, yes, I have done everything, so let me stand. You know, I, I talk to most people, you know, about healing. And one of the things you find out is when people, you know, I mean, believe in God, you know, for healing, they know the scriptures. You know, they know what God says about healing. They know what, you know, the Bible says about healing. They've even probably heard from God you know, concerning healing. But, you know, I mean, they pray one, two, three, and then it looks like nothing is happening. They say, okay. You know, uh, let's go try something else. You know, or some people switch, you know, to sin consciousness. And they're like, ah, God, please forgive me my sin. Maybe I've sinned. That is why, you know, this is happening. No, nothing's happening. You know, uh, stand. Stand. The word, the, the word is working. The Bible says, you know, that the word of God will not leave his mouth and come back void. It will accomplish that for which it has been sent. So we need to be able to stand in our conviction. You know, uh, there's a way I can put it. Is have faith in your faith. If you have faith in God, then have faith in that faith that you have in God. You know, it's, this is not, a, I'm not even talking about faith now. You know, I'm talking about, you know, the conviction, the, the strongly held belief that you have in that faith that you have. You know, have faith in your faith in God. You know, if, if you've heard from God, have faith in it. You know, if, you, if, you, if you've received the leading from God, have faith in it. You know, most people might think it's foolishness. They may say, why are you still, you know, hell-bent on this? 
You say I've heard from God, you know, so I'm going to stay with it. You know, I like using the example, you know, of my marriage. You know, and um, you know, then, you know, I actually had a lot of ladies around me. Then, you know, so it was, I mean, finding a, someone to marry is, wasn't an issue. You know, I could, I could take off the peak. <laughs> you know, you know why? Because you know, I've always been, you know, very friendly person. You know, I always, you know, help people out. You know, I'm very likable. And so I have a lot of lady friends. You know, then, you know, but I knew in my heart that I mean, I wasn't just going to pick. You know, based on the looking of my eyes. You know, I needed, you know, to, you know, to trust God to lead me. And you know, when eventually He led me, you know, in in that direction, you know, and led me to. To Anne, you know, who I'm happily married with now, you know, it wasn't looking like it. Why? Because this was somebody who I've not, who I don't know before. This was somebody, you know, that I was just meeting maybe for the second or the third time, you know. So, so why would God tell me, you know, you know, to that this person, you know, would be the person I would get married to, you know? Why not, you know, some of the other people who have I've always been friends with, you know? But I, I, I knew that conviction in my heart. You know, and then, you know, after approaching her and propose, propose, propositioning her and all that, you know, she also prayed and had that conviction. You know, but then, you know, we also then had, you know, issues you know, to deal with. You know, there were people who were not convinced the way we were convinced. There were people who, you know, did not have the same conviction like we did. And, you know, it was easy at some point to say, all right, I mean, if we are not getting, you know, um, the support we need, then let's go our, our separate ways. I mean, you have friends who are interested in you. I have you know, people who I am, I mean, also could be interested in. You know, so I mean, so why not? Let's let's pass because you know we could end up still being good friends. You know, but because we were convinced that you know this arrangement, you know, is not is not a human arrangement. You know, our, our coming together is something divine. You know, we had faith in you know our faith in our convictions. You know, to be with each other. Now, now, you know, when we look at, when we look back, we're like, wow, did we really go through all that? You know, she was still reminding me a couple of uh, days back, you know, it's been nine years, you know, and, you know, the first, you know, the past seven or the first, you know, six of those years were like, woof, you know, ups and downs. Why? Because, you know, we had to hold on to our convictions. You know, my mentor then would say, oh, you've moved from patience, you move from patience to long suffering. You know, so you endure things, you go through things. Why? Because you, you have strongly held belief. You are convinced. You stand. All right? I mean, it doesn't matter whether, you know, or whether it looks like it or it doesn't look like it. You stand. All right? I was listening to a message uh, early, early on this morning. And, you know, the man of God, you know, was trying to make an exegesis of the word. that The Bible says, you know, it's my word not like hammer, you know, that breaks the rock. You know, that the word of God is like a hammer. And if you've seen people who have, who have broken, who break rocks before, you know, I, I, I know a couple of them, you know, they, they take a big rock and then they keep hammering at it. They keep hammering at it. You know, I also watch on Facebook, you know, people who go after uh, all these um, solid gems, you know, squats, you know, um, these um, geodes, geodites and, and things like that. They keep hammering at it. Keep hammering at it. I mean, you can hammer once and like, oh, okay, it's not working. Let me let me go somewhere else. No, it's not going to crack that way. You stand. You stand convinced in what God has spoken to you and then you keep hammering at it. You keep hammering at it. You know, and that is where now, you know, patience comes in. You know, you can't be patient if you are not convinced about something. You know, if you get to an ATM point or an ATM cash, cash point and, you know, you are supposed to withdraw some money and you put in your card 
and then you know the the machine says oh our transaction is processing now you're not standing there because you know you just want to be a patient person you're standing there because you are convinced that money will come out all right if you are if you get a notification from the atm machine that says oh are insufficient funds or not able to dispense then you don't have any reason to stand there you can't stand in front of a machine that says oh i'm not unable to dispense and say oh i'm, I'm having patience no you stand convinced because you know that oh this machine is going to deliver you know say for instance maybe before you got there you saw somebody who withdrew there you know so you know oh this machine you know can dispense some money to me so you stand there you know and then you wait your turn you know same with god you know you need to be convinced in God's ability and God's willingness to move in your direction. All right, stay convinced in it. You know, don't don't be shaken. Some people do not develop faith. Some people do not grow in faith. Why? Because they've never even stood for anything. You know, they trust God for this, and it's not happening. They look for an alternative. They trust God for that. They look for an alternative. You know, before you know it, you know you have a series, you know, of uh, of disappointments. You know, and God does like, okay, I mean, this person is always seeking alternatives. I mean, the next time you come, they're like, are you really serious? I mean, are you really interested in getting this stuff? You know, so you need to be convinced, you know. Uh, faith will only work. Your belief will only work if you stand. You know, so after you've done everything, you know, you've, you've prayed, you've convinced, you've confessed, you know, you've done every other thing you know how to do. You know, everything you know, you know, uh, you are supposed to do. Then you stand. Stand convinced in it. You stand convinced in it. Don't let anything shake you. You know, don't let friends, what friends are saying shake you. Don't let what, you know, the environment around you shake you. Stand strongly in your, in your belief that you have. You know, and that's the greatest gift that you can give yourself. The ability, you know, to, you know, to stand strong in your convictions. You know, I mean, one of the things I know is this. I mean, even if you are not right, if God knows, you know, this person is sincere, you know, God will bring, you know, something away to change your convictions you know so but when you even know your conviction is right you know your belief in god is right you know the more reason you should stand strong in those convictions you know and i, I just wish you know, there's, a, there's a better way i can explain the way this is burning in my heart you know i mean so many people start out things you know, so many people start out with a word from god you know they engage themselves in the activities you know, like we've been discussing you know we've talked about focus purpose principles training integrity obedience and stuff like that so they you know they are equipped with these keys you know but like i said just like the soldier you can have all this equipment you can have all these skills you can have all these attributes but if you don't have the conviction to stand and to use them imagine somebody with a gun you know i mean he, he, he sees an enemy that is about to shoot him you know, and then he points a gun, you know, uh, and, but he doesn't have conviction to shoot. You know, it's like, oh, I've never killed anybody before. So have, you, have you watched movies like that before? You know, uh, the, the, the bad guy, you know, is, is caught in the corner. And then a young, a young man, you know, takes the gun and points to the bad guy. And the bad guy says, all right, shoot me, kill me. You know, you, go ahead, do it. Then he laughs and says, oh, you can't do it. You know, and then he walks, puts his head in front of the gun, collects the gun from from the from, from the other guy and then and then shoots him you know that's the difference you know the bad guy you know is convinced you know about killing this other guy but this other guy is like ah i've never killed anybody before in my life ah, stop stop don't move i will shoot don't move i will say oh if you are going to shoot you should have you will have shot a long time ago you know you will have shot a long time ago so be convinced be convinced don't let the devil play mind games with you 
Don't let the devil tell you you are not able. Don't let the devil tell you you are not capable. Don't let the devil, you know, put wrong thoughts in your mind. You know, be convinced. You know, I will get it. I would be a success in life. You know, I would, you know, God will put me over. I would not end up, you know, in this situation. I will be here. I am healed. You know, be convinced. You know, if this, I just trust the Holy Spirit, you know, to expand, expand this in your heart. But I just woke up, you know, and, you know, I just had that strong that, you know, you need to have faith in your faith. You need to have, you know, a strongly held conviction, you know, that what you believe God for, you know, will come to pass. You know, and that you will stand fast, you will hold onto it, regardless of whatever happens. You know, I pray God will help in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, thank you because your word has come to us uh, regarding staying convinced you know, and convictions. Lord, help us. You know, to hold on regardless of whatsoever it might, whatsoever it might look like. Um, help us, you know, that we don't just uh, kit ourselves, you know, with uh, all the armor that you have for us. We don't just uh, take, you know, the, the, the advantages you are giving to us. Uh, but uh, help us that even with all that, we stand convinced in the ability, in your ability to put us over, in the ability to make us a success. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name.